Greetings and salutations. This is Stuart Smith with Winning Life Ministries, and you're listening to the Winning Life Podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone who has clicked on this and has decided to listen to this Winning Life Broadcast. I definitely appreciate your being there. One of the things I want to talk to you about is forgiveness. In my book, Seeking to Win, chapter 8 is titled, Winners Forgive. And I start out with a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. that says, We must develop and maintain a capacity to forgive. He who is devoid of the power to forgive is devoid of the power to love. There's some good in the worst of us and some evil in the best of us. When we discover this, we're less prone to hate our enemies. And Jesus Christ talked about this when he taught us how to pray. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 through 13, it says, After this manner, therefore pray you, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Also in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 and 15, Christ says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is to basically visit the harm done to you or the thing that was done that is wrong and asking yourself, is this something that I can let go? And just forgiving it for letting it go is kind of like giving. You're giving the gift of that letting that grudge go. And in doing so, we actually open ourselves up to more blessings from God because he looks at our lives and he sees we're, we're doing what we can to reach out to our fellow man and give them the benefit of the doubt. You see, every single one of us, according to the scriptures, have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But through the sacrifice that Jesus paid upon the cross, we're given an opportunity to have full and absolute pardon Forgiveness in the ultimate kind, wrapped in love and mercy. That love and mercy is extended not only to us, but to others who might have done wrong in the sight of God. Oftentimes, we will say in the Christian church, welcome someone to come in, but we find out about their past, and we, we may sometimes lean toward holding that against them or maybe looking at them differently. Real forgiveness holds everyone in high esteem. It keeps uh, the reality check that all of us are basically created equal, and God has determined in his heart to give every single one of us an opportunity to become his sons and his daughters. In the parable of the prodigal son, Jesus Christ talked about one of the sons of a, a rich man who decided, Dad, I want everything now. I don't want to wait till you die. I want my inheritance now. So he takes what his inheritance is his, and he's going to leave the, the, the family and go out into the world and 
and do his own thing. So he goes out with frivolous living. Uh, of course, he has a lot of friends when he gets started because he's somewhat wealthy. But at the end, it's just him and the pigs. It says in the parable that he's slopping hogs, as we would say in the South. He's feeding the, the swine. <clears throat> in doing so, he's demeaned himself to be less than a servant because now he's out in the field with what is considered an unclean animal. He comes to himself and decides, you know, I'm going home. It's better if I am a servant in my dad's house than to be out here with these swine. So on his way back home, he's made a decision. I'll be a slave. I'll be a servant. I don't have to have any pay other than just a tent that I'm given and maybe whatever food that I'm allotted, but I'm just going home. When he makes that decision to go home, his dad sees him afar off down the way. And the Bible talks about in this parable that he literally runs to his son. Not only does he welcome his son back as a son, but he gives him a robe and he has a feast in his son's honor, welcoming him home. That's forgiveness. That's like, even though his son has run away, taken what money was his, but that son made a decision to come home the father wholly and completely accepted him. It's just a picture of the real forgiveness that God has for all of us. Some of us has literally probably, if you would, spit in the face of God, the way we've talked about him, the way we've belittled Christ, the way we have basically stepped away from the Bible and, and you know, caught up ourselves in lavishness and, and, and the lust and the flesh and, and the pride of life of this world. We're caught up in the things of this world, but God still loves us and he's still waiting patiently for us to turn back to him. And in that love that's extended before us is forgiveness in its purest form, a, a forgiveness again wrapped in love and mercy. We should be in the mindset that if someone's done us wrong, that we can let that go. It doesn't mean that we'll forget it. You know, you've heard the saying, I'll forgive, but I can't forget. I understand that. You're human. Hey, I'm human. So let's just make it a point. Let's forgive. Let's not hold it, hold it against them anymore. Say so you come up with an argument. Don't dig up those bones. Don't bring that thing back up again that's hurt you in the past. If you've forgiven them, my goodness, just let it go. Forgive and forget may be hard, but forgiveness is expedient. Forgiveness opens the door for us to receive blessings from God. I want to thank you for listening to this broadcast today. Again, I want you to keep seeking to win and know that I love you and I appreciate you and I'll see you next time.